You are listening to the 10-Minute Entrepreneur Podcast with host Sean Castrina. All right, today's going to be a great podcast. I have Joe Hart with me here today. He's the president and CEO of the Dale Carnegie Workplace Training Company, but he's also a co-founder of a couple amazing companies we're going to talk about. But we're also going to get into his book. He is a co-author of Take Command. Joe, it's great to have you on the podcast. Hey, thanks, Sean. Great to be with you. Okay, so you're leading one of the great, you know, a colleague, you know, in self-improvement companies in the world. Everybody's, you know, Dale Carnegie, how to win friends and influence people. So you had a couple of great companies, but I have to ask, you know, how do you end up at the helm of Dale Carnegie? Well, it's interesting because as a, I was a young lawyer and I took a Dale Carnegie course that inspired me and totally changed my life, encouraged me to leave the practice of law, go into business, and ultimately found my first company, which was an e-learning company. And my first client was Dale Carnegie. We developed e-learning for Dale Carnegie in the early 2000s. Other clients built and sold that company. And then I was uh, the president of a company for about 10 years before the CEO of Dale Carnegie retired. And I was invited to uh, apply for that process. And here I am eight years later. No, obviously incredible book. You know, never criticize, condemn, or complain. Chapter one. That's <laughs> you know, true. I mean, I, I, you can't forget. You can't forget the book on how to win friends and influence people. So, you you, I want to get into the book because if you know, it's a great subject matter. Taking command of your life, and and we can go through all the things you're going to tell us to take command of. What made you write this book? So Dale Carnegie has had a huge impact on me personally, and I, I really and I worked with uh, Dale Carnegie's grandson Michael Crom. We wrote this book to reach really a younger generation with Dale Carnegie's principles and ideas. So everything we wrote is based on how to influence and influence people, how to stop worrying and start living, and the Dale Carnegie course. But it's really written for a modern generation. It's got a lot of situations and uh, that people can relate to, diverse uh, people from all over the world. So really a lot of of, of great stories. But it's, it's based on the wisdom. So the first part is take command of your thoughts and your emotions. And this really comes from How to Stop Worrying and Start Living, Dale Carnegie's maybe second most famous book. And then the second part is take command of your relationships. You know, how do you have great relationships at work and our personal lives? That comes from based on how to win friends and influence people. And then take command of your future. You know, and you, know, you, you speak to a lot of entrepreneurs, and these are people who really have this future look. And what are the things we're doing to think about our vision, our purpose, our, you know, our why, so to speak. Um, and a lot of this comes from the Dale Carnegie course. So we, we felt like if we could get these ideas to people, it would really have a meaningful impact uh, in their lives and their futures, their relationships. And uh, so far, the, the response has been uh, tremendous. Yeah, no, obviously his book was incredible. I, I have it upstairs. I've had it probably for 35 years in, in, in paperback. And so it's 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 absolutely a game changer. You know, uh, you know the, the what people want to hear their name. What was it? The, uh, the, the greatest, uh, the greatest uh, words ever Sound spoken. Sound in any language, yeah. Yeah, it's, somebody is saying someone's name, someone hearing their name. Everything about that's great. Take me through the book. Like I... I if I listen to this podcast, because anybody, if you give them value, they're going to go buy the book anyway, but take us through how they can apply this book. Let's just kind of walk me through, give me a, a speed version of walking me through this book. Yeah, we'll, we'll compress the entire book in about two or three minutes. So, um, and I, but I think about your audience, I think about entrepreneurs, because I was an entrepreneur and it's a tough, tough, lonely, challenging kind of thing. And a lot of, of that involves a battle with our thoughts. 
And we have a, a ton of entrepreneur examples in the book. But the first part of this is take command of your thoughts and your emotions, right? Why is it that some people are courageous and confident and resilient? Um, they can deal with adversity and other people are, are feel fearful and insecure. They got imposter syndrome. Um, and, and again, we've got entrepreneur examples about that. So how do you help people learn to manage their thoughts and their emotions so that they can become powerful, strong and resilient? And that really goes to the second part, which is, you know, if I'm going to be a leader, I can't lead anyone if I can't lead myself. I've got to start with myself. So developing that inner strength and then focusing on my relationships as entrepreneurs, we're dealing with customers and founders and or, and uh, investors and all kinds of other other people, um, plus our, our personal relationships. You know, but how do we deal with difficult people? You talked about don't criticize, condemn, and complain. Hey, look, you know, we've got to create accountability. We've got to get results. How do you do that in a way that brings out the best in people? How do you lead teams? And that's a lot of what we're talking about is how do you have great relationships? You know, and Sean, it's it's both. And that's what I'm going to ask you for. I'm asking you to yeah. give me some of those how-tos. <laughs> You're teasing me yeah. with these overall pictures of what of what they're going to learn. I want to hear some how-tos. Give me. Yeah. Give so me let's some... go back then. Yeah. So the number the the number one how-to on uh, taking command of your thoughts and emotions starts with um, paying attention to your thoughts. It's, first of all, do we even stop you know and think about what we think? So paying attention to our thoughts working to condition our mind for success, learning how to flip our thoughts and, and, and guide them in the right direction. That's really what the whole uh, part is about. Um, one tip, if you will, because I know that's something you, you've asked for, is using negative thoughts as an early, early warning system, just like an oil light is going out in your dashboard to warn you, you, you got to do something. When we start to feel overwhelmed by negative thoughts, what do we do? We need to take action, start to flip those thoughts. That's kind of that first part. Um, on the relationship side, you know, there's a lot of things, but but the first thing I'd say is, you know, it, it's taking responsibility. You know, we'll, we'll point to difficult people. I might say, oh, this guy's a difficult person. But, but the number one, number one thing I need to do from a relationship standpoint is be intentional myself and take ownership of it and say, what can I do to build this relationship? Is it around appreciating people more effectively or listening more effectively? Or as you said, even being able to, to, to apply Dale Carnegie principles, using their names and so forth. But um, you know, sometimes I'll blame people and I'll say, uh, you know, Sean's a difficult person, but wait a second, you know, I mean, people will treat us the way that we allow ourselves to be treated. So that is is really a big part of that second part. The third part um, is really about vision and, you know, and really some of those tips and, and we, we walk people through, how do you develop your vision? I, I can't explain that in 60 seconds. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, but, you know, how do you develop, how do, how do you really understand kind of what aligns to your purpose and your passion? So that last section is kind of a, a workshop, if you will, that, that helps people be able to do that. But um, what this book is really about and kind of the tips lead to what, how do I condition myself for success? How do I develop a mindset? How do I you know, develop the relationships and then start to act in that future? What do you find is people's biggest weaknesses and you know, kind of why you write the book and where, where most people struggle, where, why they're not having the kind of life that they, that, you know, that they want to have, the reason why they're reading and taking Dale Carnegie classes, because you know, Warren Buffett took a Dale Carnegie class as well. Yeah, he, he did. And he, he says that his life would be entirely different if he hadn't taken that, that course. You know, what Dale Carnegie said was that the single most important thing he ever learned was the importance of what we think. And if we if we can choose the right thoughts, then, you know, that's that's 95 percent of the battle. I think that's that's remains to, uh, true today. So the number one challenge that people have is making sure that they're is developing the right mindsets. So you think about people in business. 
you know, we, we can limit ourselves. You know, and there, we've got an example, lots of stories. There's a CEO, uh, a man named Alex Schwartzkopf, who founded the company. He, he's very successful. He's thinking to himself, I'm over my head. I can't do this. I, I, I just... I'm going to be, I'm going to be exposed, you know, and he ultimately develops a process for himself, which we talk about in the book about, you know, using negative thoughts as an early warning system and conditioning himself that then to when he starts to feel that overwhelm, here are the things I have to do. So, so that that's really, we can all get into our own heads and, and really, uh, you know, undermine ourselves and limit ourselves. But when we can turn that around, then almost anything is possible. Yeah, I mean, I definitely consider myself a, a, an extremely positive person, but crap happens. You know, it, it just does. I, and I was just thinking about today, like, I, you know, where I'm doing this podcast right now, it's about 1230. And, and I probably had four things that are on the scale, of, you know, that are could be, you know, just not good in business. And what I've learned, I'm just like, I'm like, I, I, it's like playing baseball. I want to see my batting average at the end of the day. Like it's 12 noon now. And, and I, it doesn't look like the day will be as great as it is, but I'm like, it never in my mind, I'm always like, it's never going to be as bad as I think it is. Like, I'm, I'm like a couple of these things are already working themselves out and I've just learned, you know, I'm old enough to know, okay, where before I, you know, the day would start bad and then it's just bad. Well, I'm having the worst day. And now I'm kind of like amused. I'm like, okay, let me really see what this is going to look like 24. Like when I get up and journal tomorrow morning, these, you know, unusually, high amount of things that shouldn't happen are happening but let's just let's just see what the odds are tomorrow because i you know i just innately know they're going to work you know many of these are going to work out better than i thought most of them are not going to equal anything even close to as bad as i thought yeah i mean by the way everything you said and i know you're you're into morning routines evening routines and so am i journaling all these things are habits that then lead you to have this mindset that says you know what what's the worst that's going to happen you know and but but that's something you've cultivated over time that was intentional and really you you did it and and that's what taking command and that's what we we talk about in the book is is really taking command to be able to do that um you know and 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 ultimately when we do and it's what dale carnegie talks about as well it's like, hey, we, we can handle things. It's, you know, positive thinking is important, but the reality is you said crap's going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. We're going to have adversity and some very, very bad things are going to happen in our lives. And if we have conditioned ourselves to know how to handle those things, doesn't mean we're not going to be sad. Doesn't mean we're not going to grieve. Doesn't mean we're not going to have problems or challenges. It means that, that we will be able to move forward as constructively as we can to try to get the best results we can, whatever whatever that situation is. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people just get, and I'll meet people. They'll get ready to say something. I said, you're going to, I already know it's coming out of your mouth. What do you mean? I said, cause you're going to say something negative. I'll say it because you're, I know what you're going to say. The, I'll come up with like a business idea and I have certain partners, my business partners, and they'll, the first thing out of their mouth is it ain't never, it's never going to work. Never this, never going to work. And I, then I laugh and I go, and I'll remind him, I go, remember that thing I told you about? Well, it's doing much better than I thought and things like that, because, yeah, I, you know, you try to be again, you'll always figure out the negative. And, and, and this is the thing that people don't understand is that because you're going to have to anyway, whether you want to or not. That's life. I mean, that, you know, it's things come up and, and you're yeah. just going to have to figure it out whether you choose to or not. So in some way or form, most things you really can't but ignore. But so long. Yeah, I mean, that's the really the most important point, I think, is how you respond. I mean, these things are going to happen. We're going to have to respond one way or the other. 
And if if we are working on ourselves and we understand, you know, how to handle those things, you know, I mean, we, we, we've seen people, two people in the exact same situation. One person is miserable and down. All they see is just negative and, you know, just it's, it's dreadful. But the other person sees opportunity, kind of like you, you were saying. It's like, hey, let me go show you business partners what we can do here. You know, I mean, but we've got so many successful people. I, I, have you read the new Elon Musk book yet? The uh, Walter Isaacson. Oh, book? I'm getting It's like 20 hours long. I'm going to get it on Audible. It's going it, to be my it, winner. It, listen. It's interesting because the reason I bring that up is because, you know, one of the things that impressed me about him is, you know, he will challenge people to do things that they would say are impossible. And he'll say, well, you got two days to do it. And and they may not do it exactly the way that they, they he wanted, but they'll do way more than they ever thought possible. You know, and so so much of it is what we what we see and what we believe and what we are willing to 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 go for. Uh, so it, it, it starts and ends with mindset. I mean, well, it certainly yeah. starts with mindset. We've got to execute, but yeah, we think way. I, I tell people all the time, we think way too small, way, way. Like, like if I could summarize life in one sentence, you're going to think so much smaller than than you should. You, you're going to be shocked. And I, yeah, Elon Musk is clearly thinks in a different. To him, it's why not? <laughs> you know, just take yeah. everything you're thinking. Let's you know exponentially. Give us just a couple pieces of a couple pieces of advice when you're trying to craft a personal vision statement. Just a couple nuggets that, because I think you know, as we get towards New Year's, you know, people are you know around the first of the year. It's really big. They're they're analyzing their life. So give us a little bit of advice. Yeah, step one is create time to do it. Um, you know, I think that's one of the things is that people say, gosh, I don't have a vision. Well, have you really thought about it? Have you spent that time? You talked about, um, you know, what you might do in the morning. I craft and I would encourage people to do this. If you want to really understand what your vision is, I, you know, create time to do it. Whether it's a single time, I spend 45 minutes every morning thinking about the prior day, the future, what went well, what didn't go well, prayer, a whole range of things, you know, so um but but it's also looking at purpose and it's also looking at strengths. It's looking at and and sometimes it is asking other people around you, getting kind of that positive feedback. What do you think I'm good at? What and and also looking at backwards. Sometimes you have to look backwards to look forwards. And um, you know, I I have found in my life, and, and I think it's easier as you get older because you've got more perspective and wisdom and that kind of thing. But um, and we define purpose in the book as, you know, you got purpose of the small P, purpose of the capital P. Purpose of the capital P is kind of like, this is my purpose. That may take time to figure out, but um, purpose of the small P, we can start looking at those things when we create time. So creating time, um, thinking about where you're passionate about, where you're successful, getting some outside advice about that, but ultimately sitting down and, and starting to, to, to write it or type it, but uh, document something. Yeah, I think that, you know, you said it, taking the time to do it. And you'd be shocked if you just sat down with a legal pad and a pen and just, just said, man, golly, what, what is the life? If I could, if I could really have the life I want, what would it look like? And you'd yeah, be, that's right. You know, just if there was no limits on it, you know, you could do that. And then you start working back to, okay, what, okay, let's tame it just a touch. You know, sometimes our subconscious, I think, can reject the insanity where it goes, okay, yeah, you want to sing at the national anthem, but you can't sing. You know, there's some things it just rejects. So, right. where, so where you kind of taper it back, you know, you have that stretch goal, but then you have that one that really, okay, you know, if I if I strategize and I put the time into this, or if I got coaching, or right, whatever, this might be doable. 
you know, I, but, but, you know, I, I think you're hitting on something which is important too, which is, you know, we need to be forgiving of ourselves. We need to be realistic, but you know, whatever we write is may not be the be all end all for my life. I go back and look at literally decades, 20, 25 years of vision and mission. Those things have changed or, and some things I've thought that I could do, I didn't do or couldn't do. And some things I I've discovered I'm really good at over time. So this is a fluid type of thing. It's not like you write a vision statement this is your vision statement. You're going to die with this vision statement. You know, you, you, it's it's an iterative process. But you know, the single most important piece of advice I would I would give people relates to this idea of what is your routine? Do you have space in your day to think about this a little bit every single day and how you're doing and where you can get just a little bit better? Yeah, no, I'm. I, we're obviously on the same page on that. And I just say to people like regarding a vision, if somebody came up to you and could grant your wish. Could you articulate it right there on the spot? Like, okay, listen, what is it you want? Because I'm ready to give you. Could you articulate it? You know, do you even know what it looks like? Because if you, golly day, if you don't even know what it looks like, can't articulate it. Obviously, you're not coming close to hitting it. And you're right. Going back, looking, some things I looked that I really wanted that I didn't get. You know, there's a country song that says that I think it was Garth Brooks or one of them. But, but the point is, is that some things I look back, I'm like, I'm really glad that didn't work out the way I, you know, because I was, you know, I wanted to go this way and it didn't. And I went in that direction because I'll go back and look about every six months. And it, it, for whatever reason, if you're moving and moving forward, it tends to still create some type of, of masterpiece that you're going to be happy with and a lot better than if you're doing nothing. Well, it is. And it really is about learning and adapting and doing something. But I mean, if, if we look at, you know, I think about failure, if we define failure as I, I didn't achieve the thing I wanted, then it's like, okay, you're going to look back and see a lot of failure. But on the other end, you look at it, and I do too, I think you and I are a lot alike, as what did I learn from that? You know, so, so hey, you know, I thought... I wanted that thing. And maybe I realized that that wasn't the best thing for me. So what did I learn from that? How do I move on? But I, I think that's a certain maturity um, that we can gain as we get older and have a certain amount of failure and experiences and that type of thing. It, it all creates the, fi the final portrait. I have Joe Hart with me here today. He is the co-author of Take Command. Joe, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How can my audience get the book, connect with you and all those good things as we wrap up the show? Yeah, thanks, Sean. Uh, TakeCommand.com is where they can get information about the book. Uh, DaleCarnegie.com, tons of information about Dale Carnegie Global Organization. And then I am also reachable, uh, LinkedIn and Twitter, which is at Joseph K. Hart, H-A-R-T. Right. That'll all be in the show notes. I say that because I'm influencing Vincent to do that. So please, Vincent, make me look like I have some degree of that I know what you're doing on the back end of this show. That's what we're talking about. Thank you so much. Podcast is brought to you by Gig Strategic, the best digital marketing company for small businesses. Um, they're incredible with my companies and I, I, I cannot promote them enough because they're great. Thank you for listening to the podcast and we will talk again soon.